0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Sustainability Circle Season 2, Episode 3. I am your host, Shannon Kelly. This episode is being recorded at Vancouver Public Library, which is located on the unceded land of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh Nations. Today we will be learning about transportation, and we have a super special guest along for the ride today. Yeah? Would you like to introduce yourself? Oh, I don't know. Okay.
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lisa I'm actually the design and communication specialist at Embark I'm a Swede, so Hey a la Svenska fans um, I will not tell you what that I just said um, Yeah Moved to f- Vancouver two years ago Come from the most sustainable place on earth A little pittoresque town and nowhere, basically. <laughs> um, I grew up learning how to recycle. Watched a famous kid show that was two guys recycling for 50 minutes. So, if you're a Swede, you know what I'm talking about. Tippen, med Morgan Olasa. I guess that was it. Uh, thanks for having me. Those
0: are those are the international inside jokes for today.
1: Yeah. Uh, I feel like it's super nice to speak Swedish when no one understands me. Like, I don't know. It's just a thing that I, do, continuing. Yeah. Doing.
0: I mean, I like to uh, I like to say things in French when when people don't know French, but because uh, then they're just kind of like, oh my gosh, your accent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's actually super clever. I have a puppy, so I speak Swedish to him. So sometimes when I'm super mad at someone, I go like. They think that I'm saying, oh, cute puppy, (laughs) but actually, they don't have a clue of what's going on.
0: (laughs) Okay, but what is our topic today?
1: Transportation!
0: Exactly, and I think to start off with, we should get right into it. This is Sustainability Circle. We're talking about transportation. The big question what is sustainable transportation?
1: Yeah, what is it? Well, I can Google, actually, what it is. You can start talking, but I can Google. Okay. One second. Google says a low environmental impact option to get from point A to
0: point B. Yeah, so. The way I like to think about it, because I really like my analogies, is much like how when we Mac and I were talking about zero waste last week, we talk about reducing landfill waste. When we're talking about sustainable transportation, I like to think about it as reducing emissions.
1: Mm, of course. Mm-hmm. Sounds reasonable. Shannon, why is it important to reduce emissions? I mean, I know what we do in Sweden, but what do you do here, guys?
0: Well, I you know what, I am so glad you asked, because here in Canada, transportation actually accounts for a quarter to a third of our national emissions, Wow! which is a lot. Wow. And carbon emissions especially, so that's usually what we get from transportation, accounts for a lot of the effects we experience in climate change. It is warming of our atmosphere, warming of our oceans um some some all around bad side effects mm-hmm. when we have a lot of emissions um and something that both of us can be very proud of actually is that we are from well I I went to school at SFU and, and you I, work at SFU Yeah exactly um and SFU is actually working right now to start divesting from um industries that are really really heavy in emissions Yeah Um, and they have, they have all of their targets. So that's something that everybody can check out on SFU's website, on the SFU news website. Um, but all around the world, 14% of global emissions are from transportation. So thinking about it in Canada, we're way above the global average of emissions for transportation and to top it all off. 80% of Canadians live in major cities. So cities like Vancouver, Toronto, Montreal. I'm not going to list the whole uh, order of all of the cities. Come on,
1: Santa, show us what you've got.
0: I'm not going to be able to think about them all at the top of my head. (laughs) It's okay. But one of the things about living in large cities is that we have really big problems with housing affordability. And it's making it difficult for us to live really close to where we work or where we go to school or yeah. where we do all of our daily activities.
1: Yeah, so how how do we get around?
0: How do we get around? Well, we have a few different types of transportation. Um and what we're talking about today is personal transportation. So we're not going to be talking about like airplanes, trains because no one can really afford a private jet if you're a student. Yeah, although that would be really nice. I would love to have a private jet as a student, um, but I think I think if I had that much money, I would probably want to spend it on something else.
1: Yeah, because it doesn't go hand-in-hand hand with to reduce emissions, really, right?
0: Exactly. There we go. We're thinking about things sustainably today, um, but when we're thinking about our, that personal transportation, we have kind of three categories of personal transportation. We
1: have cars, mm-hmm. we have public transportation, and we have... Active transportation.
0: So, much like in our materials, I think maybe we should just pick up each of those subcategories and just pick them apart a little bit. What do yeah. you think?
1: Yeah. I mean, since I know so much about cars, I know they have four wheels. Mm-hmm. I know you can sit at least five people in a normal vehicle.
0: Yeah, in a sedan.
1: In a sedan. That's true. You can fit a puppy in your front
0: seat. Do you say that from experience?
1: Yes. (laughs) What
0: what is your puppy's name? Bowie. What is is your puppy's Instagram? Oh, my God. (laughs)
1: Little Bow Box. (laughs) Go and follow.
0: (laughs) He's got a lot of followers.
1: Yeah. He's a cute puppy. That's why.
0: He's a very cute puppy. Got it from his mama. (laughs) (laughs) So why don't we start off with cars? So um, we've got a few different types of cars. And these are kind of... Sweeping titles because there are subcategories to some of these.
1: Yeah, exactly. But we have cars that run on gas, diesel. We have hybrid cars and electric cars. Mm -hmm. And that is not something that you need a remote to, guys. No. That's actually true.
0: Electric cars. Yeah. Um. But in a year, so if we think about a gas car, in a year a gas car is going to produce 4,600 kilograms of carbon dioxide. Mm. So those are the emissions that we always think about are really, really bad, and we want to reduce our emissions. But I I think one of the barriers to a lot of sustainability talk and understanding the talk is that I don't know what forty six hundred kilograms of carbon dioxide looks like.
1: Exactly. I was gonna say the same. Like, okay, do I do I pick it up? Do I weigh yeah. it? like I don't even scale? know how much
0: I weigh in kilograms. Uh,
1: well, no, because you don't use it. Don't no, I use pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But I won't tell you guys. <laughs> I know mine because in are and we use kilograms.
0: But <laughs> But
1: how much is it? How can you fill something? Like how can you
0: Yeah, so you can it? fill uh, a twelve hundred and fifty square foot house so if maybe you live in like an older apartment here in vancouver one that's like two or three bedrooms with like a nice size living room and a kitchen you probably live in like a 1250 square foot space and Mm. if you live in a newer apartment here in vancouver it might be about one and a half times the size of Mm. your space so that is quite a, a big space to fill with emissions from a car during the year yeah and diesel cars are right up there with the gas cars, um, but diesel cars uh, have more particulate matter in their emissions, and that particulate matter can get in your lungs and cause some troubles breathing, um, and it can it can give you some some adverse health effects.
1: I just that just blew my mind for one second. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, did you know that you can actually go online to the Metro Vancouver website and they have a map that will tell you about emissions levels in different areas of the city?
1: Oh, I'm doing that. Yeah. Right now.
0: So what is our next kind of car? We've got we've done diesel. We've done gas. Let's talk about hybrid. Hybrid cars. Because that is a car that uses use a combination of
1: gas engine and the electric motor as well.
0: Yes. Yeah. So some hybrids are hybrids that you will only fill a gas tank in. And then there's another category of hybrids, which are plug-in hybrids. Yeah. So you can actually plug them into an outlet, um, kind of like an electric car, but you can also fill a gas tank on them. And one of the things that I think is so cool about hybrids is that they switch between using that electric motor and using that gas engine based on what is most efficient yeah. in a given situation. So if you're cruising down the highway, um, you're you're on the number one highway going 120, you're driving out to the Okanagan, I'm driving out to see my family, uh, your gas engine is going to be going. Yeah. But if you're in stop and go traffic in downtown Vancouver, you're right. going to be using that electric motor. Exactly.
1: And it's also like to draw a reference to Sweden. This is becoming a real big thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you can even get reduced taxes for picking a car mm-hmm. in this matter as well.
0: Yeah. And that's actually something that we have here. Actually, that is breaking news right now. So, <gasps> why don't we, let's, you know what? Let's talk about electric cars. Yeah. And then we'll bring in. Some of the things going on right now. Something that was just announced. Yeah. It was either yesterday or Tuesday. Oh, my God. Okay. So, the other thing with hybrids, they don't have set emissions because every hybrid Mm -hmm. model is going to be a little bit different. They have a different sized battery in them, so they have a different range that they can go electric. They have um, different fuel efficiencies for their gas engines, so... What you want to pay attention to is what is marked on the car. You know, if you go to a car showroom, they have that piece of paper attached to the window, and it will tell you what their emissions are like, and that is something that's standardized across that model of car across the country.
1: Yeah, and I think for all of you guys that are going to buy a new car, ask questions about emission. It's time... Don't just look at the model of the car. Yeah, exactly. Or if it's going to be cheap to fuel up, Mm -hmm. ask about the emissions.
0: Yeah. It's so important. But maybe instead of asking about how much there is in emissions, you should just go with something that has absolutely no emissions.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: And yes. So that would be going with an electric vehicle. Mm Mm-hmm. So, an electric vehicle, um, and we are talking very specifically about battery electric vehicles. So, they have a battery in them that you charge, you plug it into the wall, you can plug it into a charger that are usually available in most public places, especially here in BC. We've got a really good charging infrastructure. Um, And those are, you know, some of our fancy cars are like that. You got some Teslas that you can get as electric cars um and those are also gonna be the ones that have the longest range um and but they are so beautiful yeah they've got like a tablet in them
1: i know i'm just waiting for the fact that once you turn on mtv if people still are doing that i don't know yeah and see like um drake video with oh and tesla. he's like getting out of a tesla yeah exactly it's
0: got like the the
1: door the right? seagull doors yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah i'm just waiting for that it should be <laughs> soon you guys, Drake, if you're has listening there, to this, I want to see a video with a Tesla.
0: Has Drake never filmed a video in a Tesla? I don't know. Oh.
1: Isn't it always like BMW and like European cars like Maybe. Mercedes?
0: Maybe. I feel like I feel like Teslas are fancy though, right? Like people want them. Yeah. Um, but EVs, like we said, have zero emissions. Um, and here in BC especially. So... There's room for argument on this, but most energy, most electric power here in BC is renewable energy. It comes from hydro energy and it makes electric vehicles even greener here in British Columbia Mm. Um, because a lot of the stuff that you'll find online is data from the United States where a lot of their energy grids are still running on coal power. Mm. So we are going to see... a reduction in even their emissions that they have for because they'll factor in like the emissions that are produced in the production of that energy that's going into to charge your electric vehicle
1: since you know so much about electric vehicles yes. question okay do you
0: ever have to
1: change your battery
0: in your electric vehicle that's a really good question so this was a very big problem when electric vehicles first came out people were having issues where batteries were as they call degrading Mm. so they could hold less and less charge as time went on and it's something that like if you have like an iphone you'll have experienced. there was like a big thing where you could go in and get your iphone battery replaced because they were degrading really fast they were losing the amount of charge they could hold really quickly um with a lot of the electric vehicles that you're going to buy now they don't have that problem and you're only going to have, like, a reduction of, like, I know Tesla specifically is, like, 1% a year. But their batteries are meant to last as long as the car lasts. Oh, wow. And a lot of the cars now, they're looking at having lifespans of, like, 10 years. Um, but you can definitely get the battery replaced. And with a lot of manufacturers, if you buy it new, you have, like, an 8-year warranty on your battery alone. So, you get, like, a three- or four-year warranty on the car and the parts in the car, um, but then you get a different warranty for your battery. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. And you know what That's else is cool? That's a really good answer. You know
0: what else is cool? Batteries mm. are getting cheaper. No. Yeah. So, like, I think it was 10 years ago, they were probably about five times the price they are now. Wow. Yeah. So you can uh, you can get a bit of a, a bargain. And, and they expect the price of these batteries to keep being reduced as time goes on. As they, like, figure out what batteries to use, because there's, like, a whole bunch of different types of batteries they can use. Yeah. They're all lithium ion, but they have different other things added to it. So, like, one of the ones that's super controversial is, like, cobalt. Exactly. Because cobalt is kind of... Sketchy on how they get it. Um, But the really good thing is that um, uh, cobalt is 100% recyclable. So if you think about electric batteries from the first electric vehicles that were coming out, they had cobalt in them. Mm -hmm. But when those were replaced because those batteries were degraded, they can basically take those batteries apart and take all of the cobalt out of them and put that cobalt into new batteries.
1: Oh. Yeah, oh, you taught me something new here. I didn't even know that's that. what I'm here for. I know we're all learning. I'm gonna be so wise. That's
0: what I spent the last two days doing—just learning about about batteries. Oh, wow. I hope all the people I work with are proud of me. Oh, they <laughs> sure are. I am. <laughs> okay, so we have talked about electric vehicles now. So now we can talk about the incentives to buy Mm -hmm. those vehicles. Um, Because you were saying how in Sweden you have incentives to buy is it like hybrids? It's actually
1: I think it's both hybrid and electric cars Mm -hmm. uh, because we know that electric cars are not
0: as cheap. Yes, Yeah, electric cars are usually more expensive because of the cost of the battery.
1: Exactly, and it's also like I know for a fact that Sweden is looking to actually have anyone that wants to buy a hybrid or electric car they to reduce to emissions, to they should be able to do Yeah.
0: That. Yeah. Which is, I think, partly the approach that we are taking here in Canada. So, here in BC, we have two incentive programs. Um, That you can take part in. So there's a Scrap It program, which requires that you already have a car that you want to get rid of. So you can get up to like $6,000 by scrapping your old car to buy a new electric vehicle. Um, But then there is a provincial incentive, which is $5,000 off of your um, new electric vehicle that you buy from like a dealership. Um, And then you can also get, I believe it's $2,500 off a plug-in hybrid. So not a gasoline-only hybrid. Mm. It has to be a plug-in hybrid. Um, So it has to be one that has a cord that plugs into the wall. And you can directly charge the battery. And then, so this was the breaking news. um, Because just this week, they um, came out with all of the release date and stipulations for a federal incentive to purchase an electric vehicle
1: no way yeah Wow that's huge
0: yeah and it was um, the the people started talking a little bit earlier than when they released all of the details because it was in the federal budget that was put forward yeah but um, they finally released all of the details so the provincial incentive that we have caps at $77,000 so what that means is if the car you're buying is worth more than $77,000, so if you're going out and buying your Tesla Model S, it's not covered under the yeah. incentive. You can't get any rebates back for that car because it's it's worth a lot. And if you're buying a car that's worth that much, you can pay for it. Um, yeah. the federal incentive is even lower. So the base price of the car, the lowest trim level, as they call it, so the one that has no extra features or anything, has to be under forty five thousand mm-hmm. dollars, which does cut off some electric vehicles. But I know I was looking at the list, and you can still get quite a few that are like really popular models. And there's even a couple that in the last year have reduced their price that so they're under that amount. Yeah. So you can still you can still get some money taken off. And then you can also get that federal incentive on your plug in hybrids as well. And you still get that reduced twenty five hundred dollar cost.
1: Wow. Well mm-hmm. I'm getting a new car.
0: Yeah. A new car for your puppy to sit in?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: trap, trap, money, penny. Got me in my fizzy. Gotta be real with me. Yep. Yeah. Kiki, be love me. Are you riding? Say you never ever leave from beside me. Cause I want you and I need you And I'm down for ya. Always KB, do you love me. Are you riding? Say you never ever that was straight with
1: in your <laughs> feelings
0: <laughs> he's he's getting out of his tesla right now yeah exactly. door is opening the door is opening it looks really fancy he's yeah. got some sneakers on that cost more than my rent in a year oh yeah
1: <laughs> I was just dreaming about sneakers. Well,
0: but uh so we never finished with our categories of transportation because we only talked about cars. Exactly. And now it's my favorite part of transportation.
1: Because it's my public
0: too. It's public transportation. And it's a, you can see me
1: dancing now, but I am dancing.
0: They those are some sweet moves. Some are those sweet straights? moves. Those were those <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) public transportation. Yeah. So um, one of the things about good public transportation or one of the goals of good public transportation Mm. is to basically reduce people's reliance on personal vehicles, on passenger vehicles. Um, And here in Vancouver, although we complain, I think that we have pretty good transportation.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I think you should... Take this one. What is bad transportation when it comes to public transportation? Bad
0: transportation might be like where I grew up. Um, I grew up in Kelowna, B.C. And um, we were at one point, I believe, uh, titled the most car dependent city in the country. (laughs) Um, But it's it's pretty true. Um, If you want to get around the city in any sort of good time, you really have to have a car. Um, I know where I grew up, I grew up in more of a rural area, so I can't really fault that, but we would have a handy dart bus, which <laughs> here, I think in Vancouver, they're, they're called community shuttles, yeah. but they're the ones that you're not allowed to stand on them. You can only sit in the seats and they seat like 10 people maybe. Wow. And it would come by my area of town every maybe hour or so. Sometimes, sometimes it wouldn't show up and they wouldn't oh give any God. warning. <laughs> um and it would take you down to an area of town called Pandozi. And then it would turn around and come back up. And how many if, times a day? Oh, I have no idea. Okay. It it wasn't it wasn't very frequent and like in the middle of the day it, its frequency got cut to I think maybe every hour and a half. Oh, wow. If you wanted to go to the college, possibly my high school or my middle school, you were in really good shape. It could get you there. If you wanted to go literally anywhere else, you had to transfer. And <laughs> Or ride on your cow. <laughs> yeah, or or ride your horse
1: that nope, you might cow. have owned.
0: Cow. I we didn't have cows. We had a lot of trees. <laughs> <like orchid>.
1: Donkeys.
0: <laughs> there were donkeys. Um yeah, a lot of Public transportation was basically a lot of transferring buses. Yeah. If you wanted to go to major places from another major place, you could do it. If you wanted to go from downtown to, say, UBCO, you could get there. Totally. 100%.
1: But it will be a week. A week? A
0: week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might take a week. I hope your exam isn't tomorrow. And, morning. Then, and then we <laughs> had to
1: go to your wake.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, But that would be an example of bad public transportation yeah. is if if your city can be called the most car reliant city in the country
1: well your public you have transportation
0: right there. probably isn't good yeah exactly um but here in vancouver or how about you give us an example well well i'm from sweden yes and the
1: funniest thing is <clears throat> i don't even think that in sweden we think about the car as our first like Way of transporting ourselves somewhere mm-hmm. because we have buses, we have buses everywhere. Yeah, we have trains, so we are the commuters, you guys. Um, the first thing that ever pops into your mind when you're going somewhere is, Okay, can I take a bus there? Can I take a mm-hmm. train there? And I didn't realize that until I actually moved to Vancouver, yeah, or when I moved to Hawaii. Oh, but the freaking yeah. buses don't even come.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the, it's like Kelowna buses. Oh, my God. They just decided They shop. run on
1: Aloha time. And I'll tell you, <laughs> Aloha time does not work with a Swede. <laughs> that you, schedule not, is important. Time is important.
0: You're not living that island lifestyle.
1: No, I cannot. <laughs> and I'm dependent on uh, schedule. Uh, but... And, I, and, like, public transportation to me, that is why I hold it so close to my heart is due to the fact that I was brought up on mm-hmm. taking the bus. Like, my mom was prob- will probably laugh when she hears this because she was just like, oh, girl, you did not even want to take the bus. <laughs> <laughs> but that was because I was cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, I mean, good public transportation can be a really, really powerful tool. Tool. Twi- yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no but really like I think I think you should you guys, Vancouver be happy yeah. it could be Kelowna like literally <laughs> it, what if the bus is, doesn't run when it it's snowing outside
0: oh my god the bus never ran when it was snowing <laughs> they, our streets wouldn't even get plowed when it was snowing they just looked at our area <laughs> of town and went you guys are fine <laughs> but you know like it, it is true that here, public transportation, you deal with delays and stuff like that, but it gets you places. I pretty much go everywhere using public transportation. Yeah. I go from home in New Westminster to work in Kitsilano or work at Metrotown. I used to commute up to school to SFU. Yeah. And I can count on one hand the number of times I got stranded somewhere. Yeah. For either... Well, it was always snow. Every single time was snow. Um, Oh, except I got stranded the other day when the sun run was on. (laughs) I forgot about that and the bus wasn't running. (laughs) Yeah, but the thing
1: is, like... So, I, I feel like a lot of people are complaining about the buses here in Vancouver mm. or the public transportation in yeah. Vancouver, but it's actually really good infrastructure. I'm just mm-hmm. thinking about, now I'm just comparing it to Sweden. We're, we have really good public transportation yeah. and infrastructure for that matter, but come on how how cool is it that you actually can live in westminster and go to school at sfu or ubc yeah without having any issues getting there
0: exactly and i do not own a car at all yeah i am part of a car share car shares are going to come up again in a few minutes um but the other thing that's amazing about public transport so we're talking about reducing emissions yeah so we have a whole bunch of different kinds of buses here in Vancouver. TransLink operates um, electric buses, compressed natural gas buses. Hybrid. Hybrid, and then specified low emissions. Yeah. And when you're talking about a bus, it has 6.6 times the CO2 emissions of a gasoline car. So we referenced what the emissions of a gasoline car were before. Yeah. Yeah. And a bus is 6.6, so we'll say seven times that. Okay, and that means? But how many people can you fit on exactly. a bus? Exactly. Right? And, and that's where the greatness of pl- public transportation comes from, is the fact that you have a lot of people in a vehicle where you're basically making that kind of carbon footprint per person much greater reduced from if they were all in maybe a hybrid car Mm -hmm. and if you get all the way to an electric bus so if you commute anywhere around downtown you're probably an electric bus those are the ones with the antennas yeah um that make the the noises when they go through intersections um and they'll beep when they get disconnected oh yeah and then the bus driver's all angry getting out <laughs> of thing and
1: like trying to reconnect them and all the commuters are just like mm, tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock.
0: <laughs> but those only have two and a half times the emissions wow of a passenger vehicle yeah and you're looking at i think every time i look into one of those buses they are jam-packed so like you're oh yeah oh my think, god i
1: take the bus every single time yeah. let me do it. Oh, I have to get early to the bus stop yeah. to get on the freaking bus over Granville. Mm-hmm. Drives me crazy, but I love it.
0: <laughs> but it's 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 awesome to see that because every time you put another person on that bus, yeah. you are taking each individual person's emissions down a level.
1: So do you hear that? Move to the back, people. Think yes.
0: about the emission. Take your backpack off. Put it on the ground. Exactly. Listen you know to
1: Seth Rogen.
0: Even if... <laughs> there's nobody else around you trying to stand in the space your backpack is taking up you might be hitting the person sitting <laughs> down with your
1: bag <laughs> i've done it so many times Ooh.
0: i've got i'm the one that usually gets hit in the face with the bag and then i'm like tugging on the person's shirt like excuse me sir take your backpack off but
1: i think we were missing one uh, we have talked about buses but i think we were mm. missing one uh, cool thing about vancouver as well that we don't have in sweden it's that sky Trains.
0: Yes, yes we have we have lovely sky trains and um one of the great things about our sky trains they run on linear induction it's called it's got some really cool physics if anybody runs into me in my regular life i would love to teach you about linear induction uh, send her an email <laughs> send She'll me an email all podcast this. at embark <laughs> ask me about linear induction um but what we can say is it's it's basically electric yeah
1: fancy way of saying it
0: yeah so our skytrain is electric um, mm-hmm. so you're running into another no emissions vehicle method of transportation it's not a vehicle no Le- it's like <laughs> like an electric bus yeah it's like an electric bus except it's got a track yeah
1: um and it moves at uh, pretty fast
0: it moves at variable speeds have you noticed that actually yes it takes me longer sometimes. And I can't figure out the pattern.
1: No, it's so hard to figure. Oh, my God. Because
0: sometimes in the morning, it takes me half an hour to get from Newest Station to Barard yeah. Station. And sometimes it takes me 45 minutes. And that can be, like, literally, like, one day and then the next day. Oh, you
1: should, I would go for the four to five minutes ones. I always take... But I don't the- know when it's
0: going to take 45 minutes. Because I get on the train at the same time every day. <laughs>
1: okay that's that's
0: <laughs> it's just like it's i don't good. know whether it's just like maybe on fridays they have more trains or something like i'm assuming trends like i'm assuming if we called them they would know yeah but hey
1: translating if you're listening to this
0: <laughs> why why do the trains not always run at the same speed and yeah. not like referring to like when it's snowing i understand why those ones yeah. are slower but like why on you know a typical april day when it's raining why do they sometimes go slower Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. (laughs) Do you want to make the world a more sustainable place? Apply to take part in the Sustainability Peer Program, co-hosted by Embark and the SFU Office of Sustainability. Learn and develop the skills to create positive change in our communities. category oh, this is of transportation. I just said
1: that the last one was my favorite.
0: But this one's your favorite? I, I, yeah, I think so. I like a good combination of these two. So our last category is active transportation. And active transportation is exactly what it sounds like.
1: Yes. Uh, biking, crawling, walking, rollerblading, skateboarding, running.
0: Scootering. Scootering? Scootering is also going to come back up. Just wait for it. Oh. Um a scooter. Yeah, there's a lot of people scootering. Um, I like the name scooter. Sorry. <laughs> is that going to be your next puppy? Scooter? Ooh. A yes. friend for Bowie? Aww. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> no, but, but this, the, the awesome thing is no emission, you zero guys.
0: Zero emissions. And I, I do have to tell you about a really, really funny thing. So apparently, at some point, I, I do not have a year to cite for this. But at some point in early work in sustainability, oh this God. rumor was going around. Oh my God. Okay. That walking was less sustainable than taking the bus. Because if people walked more, they ate more. And you were putting a bigger burden on your food system. Ah. And it's not true. But it just, like... But I that have, was, like, a I really take big a rumor at one point. I had to take a break
1: here and just be, like...
0: Just process that thought. What? There was a very serious article written about that. And a, another very serious one debunking the f- it.
1: the founder of McDonald's that said
0: that? Probably.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't walk. Spend your time at McDonald's. Take the bus over.
0: Take the bus to McDonald's and then... No, but they would want you to eat more. So they would want you to walk. Because they 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 were saying that if you walk a lot, if you're walking everywhere as your primary method of commuting, skip you're gonna have to eat more.
1: They were the one. Yeah, yeah. they want
0: you to stay home. They want you. <laughs> stay home, order food in. <laughs> <laughs> love it. We we we're not we're not being mean to skip the dishes. <laughs> no, you're not.
1: I love skipped dishes.
0: Mm-hmm. But now I want to talk about some other funny additional methods of transportation that we have Oh my have, god. I get you
1: know. all. I, I the only thing I think about right now is stewie griffin <laughs> menstrual cycle. That's a good way to get around town.
0: <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately that's not one of the ones on my list. Oh damn it. <laughs> keep an eye keep an eye on episode uh, 3.5. <laughs> it's going to be an entire we'll episode wanna... on the menstrual cycle. <laughs> <laughs> But we've got these new things that are coming out where I'm basically going to put them in a category of, like, transportation sharing. Oh, my God. Can you give me some hints and I can guess what it is? So it involves usually signing up for a program. Okay. Um. Usually there is an app.
1: Uh, you put okay. your credit
0: card in. No. Okay. Sometimes you might have to put your driver's license information in oh
1: it is it a car share
0: (gasps) it is a car share but did you know that there is more than just car shares No. so not necessarily here in vancouver but in other places so i've spent a lot of time in arizona and scooters there are scooters Uh. (laughs) no wait a second there's bikes too but there's scooters and and i can't express I think they have in
1: California as well. They
0: do. Yeah, and I yeah, can't I express me about how incredible it is to see a, like, six-foot-tall businessman <laughs> in his suit riding down the street on a scooter with, with his tie flying in the wind.
1: Oh, my God, <laughs> God that's... It's <laughs> oh, a psych day. Yeah, I like
0: that. Mm-hmm. And these sharing methods, so... Um, should we say equipment sharing methods maybe um so bikes scooters cars can help connect people to other sources of transportation Mm -hmm. so another thing that we can talk about is issues that come up with transportation yeah so one of the issues that can come up is connecting people to transportation hubs so here in vancouver there's a lot of bus routes that are known as just being bus routes basically that pick up at one transportation hub say out in Langley Mm -hmm. and drive basically directly to somewhere like Lougheed Mm -hmm. which is another transportation hub and it's just getting you from point a to point b but there are places where that service is not available yeah so the next best option to deter people from getting in their car and driving in is to get them onto a shared piece of equipment? Mm-hmm. So a bike, a scooter, or even a car share? yeah, because you know, and and there's varying information that floats around um about how much it actually reduces car ownership when there are car shares of, car shares available. A lot of car sharing companies, will say that their goal is to reduce the number of people who are buying new cars, mm-hmm. so that the number of cars being produced lowers so that it goes mm-hmm. down. okay and there there are really no there's no hard data on anything being reduced, but there was data that I could find that said that people were more willing to try something like an electric vehicle
1: mm-hmm.
0: or if it was part of a car share. Yeah, and people so say like either of us who might not be inclined to go out and buy a new car, exactly, just for whatever reason, yeah. But would be inclined to take part in a car share because they use something like electric vehicles. Yeah. So. Oh, I would. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm part of a car share, but the one I'm in is hybrids, gas yeah. hybrids. So they're not plug-in. But That's so good. Yeah, they're still, they're still not at the level of a full gasoline car. Yeah. And they're nice cars, too.
1: Oh, really nice cars. Like, it's yeah. better to drive in a car share car mm-hmm. than owning a really old car that you know is not good for the environment so, at all. Yeah,
0: and that's another thing that the car share companies point out, is that driving newer and smaller cars is better for the environment. Yeah. And it it's more sustainable because you're having a reduction in emissions and you're also having cars that are, have much better fuel economy than old models that you might be buying instead to keep costs down. Exactly. And you know what? Join
1: a car share. Yeah. Save money and buy yourself a bike.
0: Yes. But not too nice of a bike because it's Vancouver and it's going to get An stolen. Old b- Oh yeah! But you know what? Buy yourself a bike. Buy yourself a decent bike. Decorate it however you want. You know, yeah. and then get a really good lock.
1: Yes, invest in a lock.
0: And sign up for TransLink's bike locker program.
1: I- I'm doing it.
0: Yeah, some of the SkyTrain stations, especially. And we are not sponsored. I am doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not sponsored by TransLink. Right? <laughs> but if, if TransLink wanted to give me a monthly pass, I need to 2 monthly pass. <laughs> 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 um, but some of the other things, just to end us off, um, some of the other things that we can think about when we're thinking about sustainable transportation. So um, tune in for the next episode to get a more in-depth, look at what social sustainability is yeah um but when you're going into social sustainability you're looking at the well-being of a community yeah and our communities aren't always set up for our transportation to be friendly for everybody so sometimes you might have people who are differently abled so maybe in wheelchairs maybe can't walk as well or even seniors can have issues on current um transit infrastructure yeah um but that's something to consider when we're setting these things up and you know whether these people would be better in an electric vehicle or something like that but this all goes back to the idea that you have to look at your own life yeah and figure out what works best for you
1: think one step ahead and that yes. is not just because we're talking about active transportation. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, do it. Plan your days. Like, that is mm-hmm. the thir- first thing that we were taught in school.
0: Yeah, plan out your days. P- plan your
1: days so you know, <laughs> like this. Yeah, this no, it's so funny, but because it's like planning your days so you know how much time you can actually spend on go like commuting.
0: Yeah. Plan your days for that. And you know what? That's something that when I first moved here, so I moved here six years ago. I was kind of bad at that. Because yeah. I didn't really know how long getting anywhere would take me. And also, you know, bus routes and stuff like that have changed. So I used to go from SFU to downtown. And that was on the old 135 bus line oh. which took like 15 to <laughs> half an hour longer to get oh wow <laughs> What is that?
1: They're looking for Shannon.
0: I think the library is closed. <laughs> She's here. <laughs> um what was I talking about before that happened? I don't know. There was just a very loud announcement that happened yeah in the library i think the library no, is no, because you didn't
1: know how long it would take you to commute anywhere
0: i didn't know how long it was going to mm. take me to commute so i would always show up ridiculously early places yeah. and it meant that i wasn't being efficient You're about my day heart. girl <laughs> i still show up ridiculously early yeah. to everything oh, yeah, but like this was like um like atrociously early like this yeah. was like showing up like two hours early to something okay which is too that's much that's that's yeah. way too much like now i will give a respectful half hour that i'm <laughs> yeah. early for something um and that is where i try to draw the line but there's actually so much you can do
1: while you're commuting that you can't do if you're driving a car you can listen to podcasts
0: you can listen to podcasts you can read a book books are great you can study you can study you know what i do when I'm on transit?
1: No, what do you do?
0: I edit this podcast. Oh, geez. When I'm riding a the train. Lot of time for mm. today. You get a seat on the SkyTrain and just yeah. pull out your laptop and oh, just get to work. Great.
1: You know what? I always take the the commuting route that would take the longest time for mm. me from point A to B. Yeah. Especially during the mornings. Because yeah. I can sleep.
0: <gasps> yes. Yeah. Extra yeah, yeah. 40 <laughs> minutes of sleep.
1: Every that's time. Me. Yeah.
0: Um... Yeah, I mean, take transit, you guys. We live in Vancouver. Yeah. If you don't live in Vancouver, or you know what, if you have other circumstances, if you're trying to carry around kids, I get it.
1: Drag them on the bus. Take it.
0: Yeah, take them, take them on the bus, or if you have a dog, walk. In. Go out and look for a really nice electric vehicle. Yeah,
1: exactly. There's
0: lots of good incentives. We car get shares. Them. Get a car share, and and really be smart about you're planning plan your days plan your days really well I always plan my days so that I go to the furthest point first I do everything I have to do there and then I work my way back
1: yeah that's a great and one. then
0: at my the, my last stop right before I get home is the grocery store yeah and I get my I get my groceries I put them in my reusable bags I sling them over my shoulder and I get right back on the Sky train
1: and then it's Netflix
0: and then it's Netflix <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I think I think Lisa and I are getting a little bit loopy. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me here. Thank you for joining me.
1: I've enjoyed this. And yeah, I've enjoyed it. Awesome. Well I'm gonna miss speaking into a mic.
0: Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe you can come back. Yeah. Yeah. We'll maybe see. Maybe I will. Stay tuned. We'll see if she's yeah. back. <laughs> we'll see if she makes the cut. <laughs> After today, no. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us this week. Bye, y'all. In- oh, a new episode of Sustainability Circle is going to be out every week. Don't miss it, you guys. Yes, This is an, a production of Embark Sustainability, which is located at SFU's Burnaby Campus. Um, you can find them on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, at Embark Sustain. And who who does all that lovely stuff? That's me. That's Lisa. (laughs) Um, If you have any questions or comments or you you want that lesson on linear induction, email me, podcast at embarksustainability.org. Again, giant thank you to Lisa for being here. Thank you, For hanging out in this really hot room. Thank you for being awesome. Okay everybody, I am Shannon Kelly and this is our been- awesome podcast producer. <laughs> Woo! This has been Sustainability Circle. I will talk to you guys all next week.